John Scholes here, Lior Samfiru, alongside Samfiru to Mark and LLP, the most positively reviewed law firm in the country. You'll have access to Lior for the next half hour uh, quickly. Just call the radio station, get on air with us, and talk to us. If you're concerned about your job, something to uh, come across with the boss, or you're hearing rumors of maybe a, a layoffs or severance or being let go or, or other things, there's a million things can happen in the workplace, but there are answers to all of them. You just need to reach out and ask, and that's why we do this show. Every night of the week, it's 416-870-6400. Again, 416-870-6400. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. If we've got some uh, time this evening, we might get to an email or two. Or after the show, any other time, you can always circle back and talk to Lior and his team. You go uh, to this website first, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. We love that. you got access to the severance calculator with that one. And uh, the phone number, two one eight five five eight. 215900. Put that in your smartphone and keep it for a future reference if you want to pass that around to a friend, colleague who might need to call Lior at some other time. But like I said, right now, live uh, lines are open here at the station 416 870 6400. We will get to reprisals. Yeah, getting punished for standing up for your rights. That's coming in just a bit. But we always start off, pal, with the, uh, the case of the day. What is shaken? Johnny, great to be here, of course, on this Mm -hmm. Wednesday, kind of the show that started it all for us, our Wednesday evening show, uh, 10 years and and counting, so happy to be back here as always and to take on questions and to hopefully solve some problems. Wednesday is a a day full of uh, questions and answers for me. I also do a live stream every Wednesday where it airs on uh, YouTube and LinkedIn and Facebook, so feel free to join me on that. But right now, we are live solving problems. We are live answering your employment law questions. If you have a job, you probably have questions about your rights. It's as simple as that. If you don't have a job, well, maybe you're just curious. Either way, give us a call right now, and let's talk about it, whether it's a severance issue, wrongful dismissal, constructive dismissal, human rights, bullying, you name it. This is the place and the time to get those questions answered. Mm -hmm. And, of course, John's already given my phone number at the office. We'll give that again throughout the show so you can connect with me if you want. But case of the day where I always like to start, uh, you know, and and oftentimes, John, I talk about kind of matters that have a good ending, a happy ending. Well, this one didn't have such a positive ending, but I think still think there's an important lesson to be learned. I got a call from an individual who had been placed on a temporary layoff some five months ago. And uh, he had had enough, can't blame him, five months is a long time to not be working. So he called me and he said, well, you know, Lior, I've heard that I can pursue severance. Can you help me get my severance? And I said, sure, absolutely I can. Uh, The company doesn't have a right to lay you off and uh, yeah, you could get severance. Well, when I spoke to him more and dug in a bit more, here's what I found out. When he was laid off five months ago, The company asked him to sign a document saying that he accepts this layoff, and he did. And I asked him, well, why did you sign it at the time? He said, well, I thought that if I don't sign it, I'm considered to have resigned, and I didn't want to resign. And unfortunately, John, because he signed that document, he's accepted the layoff, and now he's stuck. He could be stuck up to eight months before he could do anything, and, and even then, he may not be able to do anything at all. He is stuck. Now, why am I bringing this up? There's such an important lesson here. Remember, a company does not have a right to put you on a temporary layoff. They don't. You can choose to treat that as a termination. You can choose to get severance. You can do that right away. You don't have to wait for a month, for two, for three. 
you can do that right away. But if you accept that layoff, well, then you've accepted it. You've agreed that the illegal act that your employer did is okay with you. And then you can't go back on that. So he obviously believed that somehow by not signing, he would have been resigning. No, that's not the case. He shouldn't have signed that. But for you as well, don't. Don't accept a temporary layoff unless you're prepared to be off for many, many months. Uh, and also by accepting it, you've given the company the right to do it again. Not a good situation. In many cases, if you're put on a temporary layoff, you're better off to consider that to be a termination. Get your severance and move on. I want to get to our first call before our, uh, our one and only break. Garrett, thanks for standing by. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Love talking to you. What's uh, what's on your mind, pal? So my employer, um, so I, I, I manage a portfolio, and um, there's another coworker who just recently left the company. So the company, without asking or consulting, basically sent an email that I have to cover that person's portfolio while they look to hire a new person, but there was no discussion of whether or not I actually no offer of additional compensation. So my question is, do I have a right to refuse the additional work? So do you have a sense as to how long you're going to have to hire or, or cover this other portfolio for? Um, they have not posted, but it's hard to say. Like I, Sometimes it takes a few weeks or a month or more for them to, to hire someone. So, you know, if, if they're asking you to do this on a very time-limited basis, it's something that's still not fair because they're not paying you more, but they can kind of get away with it uh, because asking you to do this for a short period of time is not going to be considered a significant change to the terms of employment. If they were to say, we need you to do this indefinitely or for the next few months, well, no, that that you know, goes into the realm of constructive dismissal. So in this particular situation, what I would do to kind of protect yourself is send an email as to say that, you know, as long as you can bring someone in in the next few weeks, I'm okay with it. Beyond that, then we'll have to have a different discussion. Because what happens at that point, if you see that it gets extended, then you've, you've preserved your rights. You can still potentially say constructive dismissal. Uh, so send that email. But as long as it's kind of limited to a few weeks, not, it's not going to make you happy. But, yeah, they could do that. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. Thanks, Garrett. Appreciate you uh, calling in this evening as well. You want to have a further conversation or any other questions, you can ask Lior on the uh, the off time from the show, one 821 But, again, here and now, bring it on. We'll talk to more of our callers. Mark, stand by. You are next. And you have an opportunity right now as well. 416-870-6400, Wednesday night edition. Employment Law Show continues. Hang on. Lior is here and armed with all the answers you need. 416-870-6400. That, and we'll get into our topic in just a bit. Reprisals, getting punished for standing up for your rights. First, want to get to Mark on the line. Mark, thanks for standing by. How are you, pal? Hey, uh, great, guys. I, I listen to you almost every night. Uh, appreciate it. What's uh, What's on your mind today? Well, I'm calling on behalf of my son. Um, he works for he worked for a major uh, restaurant chain um, in Aurelia. Um, he's been there uh, a year, and he um, has no prior incident reports. Or he's got a pretty clean record, and he's 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 always been reviewed positively. Um, he was asked to. Uh, to work overtime uh, one night last week, and he accepted. Uh, he went two hours overtime and into his break, 
he went behind uh, the the store uh, and uh, he had a uh, marijuana smoke. Um, now, it's other uh, other employees have done the same thing. He's not the first person to do this, and they've been reprimanded for it, but not terminated. But um, uh, I guess the manager had seen him. Uh, probably the person that asked him to work that night. And um, uh, next day he came in, they asked him to sign a piece of, not a piece of paper, but tell his side of the story of what happened, the incident, and they terminated him on the spot. So, Mark, since you, you said you've listened to the show, you know that, generally speaking, an employer is allowed to let an employee go pretty much for any reason, as long as severance is paid. So they're allowed to let your son go in this situation, but what they're not allowed to do is they are not able to terminate him for cause. He wasn't doing anything illegal, even if he was breaching a policy of the store that ultimately is not grounds for a termination for cause with an isolated incident. So ultimately the issue here is not so much the fact that they let him go, but it's a question of severance. It's a question of what he's owed as a result of his termination. So uh, how long did he work there? Uh, he's been there a year. And how old is your son? Uh, he's uh, 20, 22. Yeah, 22. So he's probably going to be looking at you know, two months or, or so of severance. That, that's what severance looks like for him. Based on So, you know, Average earnings over a two-month period. That's what we're looking at for him. So if he wants our help to get that, have him give us a call at the office. We're happy to help him. So again, not so much the termination itself, the fact that they let him go. I agree that it's unfair, but it's not necessarily illegal. What makes this illegal is they haven't paid him severance. Does that make sense, Mark? Oh, yes, it does. It does. Now, they they, they said that the, he's violated their their policy. Sure. You know, and, 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 I, and I don't doubt that, okay? I, I, I believe that he violated their policy, but that's not the question. The question is not, did he do something wrong? The question is, did he do something so wrong, so bad, that there, he's deserving of the worst penalty? And the answer is absolutely not. If this is a one-time isolated thing, then no. They cannot fire him for cause no chance. So, yes, they have to pay him severance. Okay, that that's great. Uh, thank you so much, Lior. And... Uh, I really appreciate all the good work that you guys do, like on the Thank station you. and the show. I, I like it's because I listen to your show almost every night that I decided to call you in. So I will get in touch with you, or I'll get, I'll get my son to get in touch with you guys. I got I have your number because you say every night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you. You got other calls. You got other people that need to talk to you. So I appreciate you very much. Bye-bye. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate your uh, loyalty and the patronage, my friend. And uh, keep tuning in. We love having you listening to the show, and that's exactly why we do it. Uh, He's he's already already halfway there. He kind of knew already because he's listened to the show so much. And that's, you know, that in in a nutshell is why we do the show. We're slowly but surely getting through to everybody, eventually, Lior, and educating them on what the rights should be so there's no missteps, right? That's the idea. You know, we want to spread the word. And, you know, when you learn something about rights, share that, spread that with people. Uh, and, and I'm very proud of the fact that we have uh, people that listen to the show. They know what the, what the law does. They understand it. And I think that makes for a better situation for everyone. 
And again, like Mark said, uh, Todd, there is room for you now. 416-870-6400 to call into the show with the reigning time and talk to us. Okay, reprisals, getting punished for standing up for your rights. Again, here's a topic we don't often cover, which why it's it's so good that we're doing this uh, today. Now, in employment law, what exactly is that reprisal? Technical word, but what is it? Yeah, so reprisal is the term that we refer to to a situation where an employee gets punished by their employer for standing up for their rights, for pursuing their rights, for asking questions about their rights. Uh, an employer is not allowed to do that. You're allowed to ask questions, to get information, to have your employer explain, uh, you know, why you're owed something or not owed something, to, to make demands, you know, if you're owed a certain amount of compensation, you haven't gotten it, whatever it is, and you cannot be punished for it. And, and the reason we have these laws is, think about it, if uh, you could get punished for standing up for your rights, well, what's the point of even having a law? Right, because everyone's going to be afraid to to pursue their rights because they don't. No one wants to get punished. So law says, wait a second, employer. This person made demands, overtime, vacation pay, what have you. You you punished them for it. You mistreated them. You let them go. You suspended them. No, illegal. So because of that, Mr. Employer, we're going to impose fines, penalties. If you fired someone, we may have to order you to rehire them even. So it's a very big deal. So this idea of reprisal is something that we never want to see. And uh, moving on with uh, more of that topic as we get another call lined up here. Uh, some common examples of a reprisal that you run into, I guess, weekly, Lior, what would those be? So oftentimes, by the way, it could be a situation dealing with workplace harassment. You know, an employee that uh, asks questions or, or makes requests from their employer to deal with harassment. And, hey, can you please investigate? Can you please do something about this situation? And the employer is required to do it, to investigate, to deal with that harassment, to make it go away. But I have seen, unfortunately, situations where employers go the other way and say, you know what, this guy is being the, the squeaky wheel, so we're going to mm-hmm. uh, you know, marginalize them in the workplace, maybe get rid of them. That's a common form of reprisal, illegal. Can't do that. It's a very big deal. Another common example has to do with overtime. Uh, oftentimes for reasons uh, of their own, employers don't like to pay overtime sometimes. So I've seen situations where an employee says, well, wait a second, you owe me overtime, you have to pay me my overtime, and get, they get penalized, they're let, they're let go. Can't do that. Those are just common examples. But generally speaking, if we're talking about vacation pay, you're standing up for your rights, asking questions, overtime, statutory holidays, harassment, you cannot be punished for that. You have that, I call it the dome of protection around you, where the law is going to come down very hard on the employer that punishes you. Again, 416-870-6400, how you call in. Ross, thanks for taking the time. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Sort good. Of. What, yeah, all right. What's uh, what's going on? What's on your mind? Um, I worked for a company for five years. I'm 68 years old. I was just a delivery driver, but I really liked the job. And uh, I got laid off at, uh, when COVID hit. And then in, uh, in February of, of uh, this or, uh, uh, last year, uh, yeah, I got called back, and uh, I was there for nine months, and uh, I got let go in September, at the end of September, because uh, uh, the delivery truck had to go in for service, and the back door was all bashed in. Well, th- they let me go because they thought I did it. Well, I didn't do it. The supervisor, it was done before I... Uh, was called back, and the supervisor never reported it, and you're supposed to report it. And um, 
they didn't call me in the office. They just called me in and let me go. Bang, just like that, with this blank letter that says nothing at all. And it was the next day, a couple of guys that I work with called me. And I said, uh, uh, they're saying you damaged the truck. I said, but I didn't. They said, we know. That's why we're calling you. Mm-hmm. But I want to so, try to get my job yeah. I did. I, did. I got four weeks severance and uh, my what penal vacation pay. And they gave, and I didn't sign anything. And they gave me uh, my benefits for four weeks. That was it. So you, you, and you, sorry, you said you didn't sign anything, right? Nope. Nope. So, Ross, unfortunately, there's no mechanism to get you your job back. I know you said you liked the job. It was a good job. But th- there's no legal mechanism that forces your former employer to take you back. What you are owed is a heck of a lot more than four weeks. So okay. you said you've, you've been there for, you were there for about five years. You're 68 years old. You're a driver. You're looking at a minimum six months and it's probably closer to eight months. Okay. So months, not weeks, by the way. So that's what they have office, to pay no, you. I have your office number. I'll give you a call tomorrow then. Perfect. Give me a call. We'll help you get that. Can't get you your job back, but can get you a, a significant amount of severance, Ross. Okay. I was hoping to get the job back, but uh, I'll, I hear I'll, you. I'll, you know, it's a little hard at my age to find something. I hear you, but but at least we'll get you the severance that you wrote, and and uh, hopefully that helps. So looking forward to speaking with you uh, off air, Ross. Thanks for calling the show. Appreciate it, Ross. And again, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. But as mentioned here and now is the best time to reach us four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Gabriel, your turn. How are you? Hi. How are you today? Great. What's on your mind? Um, I had a question actually. Um, uh, a doctor in the office is about to uh, retire. Uh, we don't know when. Um, you know, nothing's been communicated. Um, and the staff would just, you know, we're all wondering what happens when the office is closed. Um, you know, are we, uh, our, our, term, you know, our, our employment is finished. What, what happens, uh, what happens to us? Are we allowed for severance or? So Gabriel, you're ab- you and your colleagues are absolutely owed severance and, uh, that could be a significant amount you know, it could be as much as two years pay per person, depending on how long you've worked there. So once you know uh, when and if your employment is coming to an end, I want you to connect with me in the office. Uh, as soon as you know, you know, this date is going to be my last date, you and your colleagues, give me a call in the office. We can then uh, make sure you get severance. In the meantime, by the way, if you want to know how much severance you're owed, you and your colleagues, go use our severance calculator. You can find that at pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Again, it's pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Use our severance calculator tool, and that amount applies to you as well. There's no way for the doctor to retire or for the office to close. And if you lose your job as a result, there's no way to do that without paying you severance. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, I figured that, but I wasn't quite sure what happens when, you know, an office closes, right? For sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got you covered, Gabriel. Again, that number, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. And help at employmentlawyer.ca. But we're talking about reprisals, right? That was kind of the uh, the main topic for uh, today. Now it's getting punished for standing up for your rights. So you think you may be owed something, right? Maybe you didn't get overtime or you didn't get paid for your entire shift last night. What do you do? Well, the number one thing I want you to do is when you follow up with your employer, 
you know, you didn't get your overtime, your your vacation pay. I want you to do that follow up in writing, mm-hmm. okay? Because I don't want your employer later to say, "Oh no, you never asked me. I had no idea." In writing, always in writing, never uh, just verbally. Send an email, send a text, employer. I don't believe I got uh, my overtime. Here's why I think I'm owed. Can you pay it to me? If they then call you and they say something to you, confirm that back in writing. Make sure that there's always something in writing. Now, ultimately, if your employer then penalizes you, again, you want to have a way to document. If they said something to you, they said, well, from now on, I'm going to just give you the bad shifts. Well, then go back to your office and say, confirm you told me today that because I asked for overtime, you're going to give me the bad shifts. If you can show that you've been punished uh, in any way, let me know. Call me. We can deal with that reprisal. We can get your employer off your back or potentially get your compensation uh, because of, of what's happened. But it's a, it's a very important to have that in writing so that we can show it, we can prove it. Uh, but always, always, when you go to your employer, feel comfortable to advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. And if your employer won't pay you what you're owed, I can help you. Even the Ministry of Labor can help you with respect to amounts owing, such as vacation pay and overtime pay. Can't help you with severance, but they can help you with those other amounts. So what happens if you cry foul for something at work and you're pretty sure it happened? It turns out you were wrong and you end up being punished for it. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people say, well, I think I'm owed overtime, but if I ask for it and it turns out that I was wrong, well, then they can get upset at me. No, 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 they can't. Even if you're asking and it turns out that you were wrong, you thought you were owed overtime or vacation pay and, and you just you were wrong, the employer shows you whether or not, they're still not allowed to punish you. Just by virtue of you raising the issue, you're protected. Just by virtue of you making the, the, uh, the issue come up and asking the question, that means the company cannot punish you even if it turns out that you were wrong about it. So don't be afraid to advocate for yourself. Ask the questions. Push them on it. Make sure you get proper answers. And, of course, as I always say, if you need any help doing that, just call. And the same thing you say for standing up for your rights. If you think you've been punished, even though it's maybe silent, you always got to reach out to you as well, right? Exercise those legal rights. Always, always. Call. Yeah. Always happy to help. There's no bad questions. Even if you're not sure if what happened to you is legal or not, call me. Ask the question. I'll tell you. Good stuff. We're done. Thanks. We're back in tomorrow. And a reminder, you can always uh, call in at that time, 416-870-6400. But beyond that, right now, one 821 5900 help at employmentlawyer.ca. And as Lior just mentioned, you have access free and anonymously to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, where you can enjoy many things, educating yourself, having access to that severance calculator as well. Back here tomorrow, 630. Same time, same show. We'll catch you again. Enjoy your night.